0: This is Sass with Cass. Wait, I think you've got the phone number. Wait, Sass, Sass, Sass Oh my fucking god. I'm like professionally sorry for that. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to Sass with Cass i am so excited to be here and as per the like routine of the podcast i have a awesome guest today our guest today is super super highly qualified she's a coach she's a pt she's a yoga instructor she's a bit of everything she's really a mindset guru as well as being a fitness queen she's been in the industry for a really long time she's got loads of experience She runs her own business, so I'm welcoming to Sass with Cass, Rosa.
1: Well, thank you.
0: (laughs) What an entrance. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be here. Oh, I'm so, so grateful that you're here. So start us all off. Give us a little bit of background, who you are, where you're from, if you want to say your age, (laughs) just a little (laughs) bit of background for everyone listening.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, So my name is Rosa. Um, I've been coaching Cass for pretty much the whole year now. So Mm -hmm. um, we've been on a journey together, which has been amazing. Um, A little bit about myself. I am originally from Christchurch, New Zealand, and then moved up to Auckland after the earthquakes.
0: Ooh la la. Yeah.
1: So um, made the move and love it up here um have been in the fitness industry for kind of like I guess over 10 years now Mm -hmm. um started doing like gym stuff and then got into lots of yoga um got qualified in that and then Pilates and then PTing and then I started coaching yeah everything (laughs) Yeah. yeah so um it, was, it wasn't until I actually got a coach myself that I was like, this is what I want to do. And
0: yeah. that's kind of like your arena now. Yeah. Yeah. So Rose is my coach for everyone listening. If we haven't made that crystal clear, this Ooh. is the lady that's always on my Instagram. <laughs> that I'm like, bah, 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 thank you. Hey guys. Um, so to start us off, I thought it would be really cute. Kind of like how we met, I guess. like
1: Super cute.
0: Like, it is super cute because we met before I went to the States.
1: Yeah, we totally did. Yeah.
0: So, Rosie used to come to Lulu. I used to work at All Lululemon. the time. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I can now say that I used to work at Lululemon, like, more openly. Mm-hmm. But I have been, like, kind of holding back from that. I just, saw, like, safety things. I kind of had the stalker who was coming in. Oh, shit. Yeah. Anyway. Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, joking. But, like, how did... Did you were we following each other on social media?
1: I, I think feel- so. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that I met you like a couple times and yeah. we ended up talking, just vibing and just vibing. And then I like saw you a few times in Ponsonby as well. Yeah. And then I remember actually my little sister was like, Oh, Cass, like Cass is on Instagram. And then I started following Aww. you. And so every time I came in, it was like, Cute. you know, I was like seeing a part of your life. And yeah. And it became more familiar. And, yeah, and then you went to the states, and and, and then I got fat. Oh my I, god, no!
0: And I came back from the states, and I'd gained like ten kgs. And I remember you came in, and I was like, "You ha- like?" I was like, "I have to ask you. that like, you have such a great body." And then you were like, "Oh no, I'm like a coach." And I was like, "No, but like, help me." <laughs> and I was like, "I can, I can do that." Yeah, and it was just like a beautiful blossoming. Yeah, thing.
1: It just like happened on the spot, and then it was like all go and Mm. since then Cass has just been like the most incredible client like I have to say like every single thing she has trusted me with and it's all just like paid off so much for both of us as like a coaching client relationship Mm. and a friendship it's just been so beautiful to like be a part of your journey so and be here
0: (laughs) hey thanks Um, yeah and like one thing that I think I really vibed with you is I could see how You had gone through really similar battles that I had gone through, which is kind of something we're going to delve into today on the pod, Yes, which is really like for me being in fitness, I always loved it, but I do have a history with an eating disorder Yeah, and having someone who understood that as well as being able to guide me was like absolutely huge.
1: Yeah, totally. And I
0: mean, you struggled with that yourself, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. For many, many years, that was pretty like um, pretty much a go-to for me, Mm -hmm. um, in any shape or form. So like whether it was the diet that I had chosen, whether Mm -hmm. it was, you know, bulimia, whether it was starving myself, any of those things were what I would do and what I thought I had to do to achieve my goals goals. or like to find some sort of self-love that I never, ever found doing that. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. And I think like one thing we or that's really important for me with this pod with you is you have so many tips on that yeah. and like guys listening at the start of this pod. I don't, I know like you guys, like some people are like, I make tea and I sit down and listen to Sass with Cass and whatever. So major shout out to anyone going through that. Rosa yeah, and I, totally touch on that. Um, so let's talk about, I guess, so you've started real strong woman. So Rosa, Mm-hmm. one of the owners of Real yeah. Strong Woman next to Shannon. Yes. So tell us about the kind of creation of creating that business. Because this is like your new venture, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So Real Strong Woman came about, um, I had sort of been doing a bit of coaching um, for a while, like a while before Real Strong yeah, Woman you had.
0: came <laughs> about.
1: Um, and then I met Shannon last year. Actually met her on my birthday, which is like quite cute. And that is cute. Um, I've always been like, She's my little gift that um, got sent to me. Um Aww. Yeah. So she I met her on my birthday and then we just we just really vibed and we kind of had the same vision for what we wanted to do with mm. woman because she had been through similar things to both you and I, mm. um, struggling growing up with like, you know, anxiety and um with eating disorders and finding her self-worth and we just wanted to create a place that woman felt supported in all aspects of their journeys like yeah. not just fitness um but their mindset around their life mm. and and for that to transfer through into their fitness and their whole life and so um we were like I don't know what to call it but <laughs> it just kind of came to us real strong woman and then we actually launched it in the middle of the pandemic and yeah. we were like don't know how this is going to go, Yeah. but it ended up being um, a really awesome thing. And um, we have now, we're nearly, we're pretty much at capacity now. So yeah. um, it's been crazy to go from kind of me just starting a little side
0: mm-hmm. kind of
1: coaching thing, mm-hmm. knowing that that's what I wanted to do because of the impacts it had on my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, to having this amazing platform for um and business and, um, for, for women to, um, come to and be a part of. So yeah, that's real strong women. It's, it's, um, basically focuses on, you know, getting you to your goals in the healthiest way possible. And yeah. we, we don't rush things. We, we take our time, you know, mental health is just as important to us as your physical health. It's mm-hmm. not just about dropping like a thousand calories, Yeah, yeah. It's like, (laughs) how can we get you to your goals and get you to stay there and actually get you to like be okay with eating food and not afraid of food and um and knowing that food's actually there to fuel your life
0: and your body. Yeah, yeah. And I think the key with that that stands out for me and what stands out for me about you is woman. Because when a lot of girls who maybe aren't in fitness, they look at fitness. It's such a male. Kind of dominated thing originally. Totally. Like it's the big fat guys at the Especially gym. Especially the weightlifting
1: the- stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's
0: kind of like this myth- misconception, I guess. Yeah. And that's what I sort of thought. I remember going to the gym and being like, so nervous like I'd just be on the cardio machines I'd just be on the treadmill me too and you know you'd yeah. see all those guys and they'd be like pulling all the racks and I was just like I can't do this oh my god me like, do you agree like I feel like the more I got into fitness now I go to the gym I don't even notice guys like that nah
1: not at all but like at the
0: start I was really scared were you scared yeah. at the start
1: oh definitely like terrified like right? I would definitely like back we're talking you know yet many many years ago mm. now but I would be very much in the cardio in the section, cardio section, like, yeah, and that now. was where I thought I belonged. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, as a woman, I do not go down there. I yeah. do not want to look like them. Like, totally. And I think there's so many myths in fitness, like so many um, lies as well about what actually. Goes is on right for people, like you know, a lot of women come to me and they're like, I want to be toned and long mm. and lean, and I'm like, So you want to build muscle? And they're totally. like, there and there is they're no like, There's no such thing, as, like,
0: yeah. there's no tone, I guess no. it's, it's just it's a myth made up. busting myth number one,
1: myth number one, we're gonna be myth busting today. today,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. But that's really funny, and I mean yeah. the thing is to like gain muscle, you're looking at a pretty big commitment. You're yeah. you're gaining muscle, okay. Like, do we need to drop some body fat beforehand mm-hmm. if you want to, or do we not want to do that? Yeah. And then do we are we eating more? Like, it's it's a long process, and that's totally. why having someone like you or having a coach that's orientated to women is huge.
1: Absolutely. And they're
0: like not naming any names. We're not here to drop the tea but there are coaches <laughs> out there who. And I'm not saying don't train with a male coach. There are awesome fucking incredible male coaches.
1: Absolutely. But
0: there's some who aren't, who don't understand female hormones. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really felt more comfortable with someone like you or with real strong women because I know you do if I'm like I've got my period you're not going to be like the house is falling down no (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah totally
1: I know yeah it is it's one of those things I think um being a woman and like being inside like in a woman's body yeah um it's you know like you know even for me now as a coach someone who still is coached Mm -hmm. like stepping on the scale sometimes can really like mess me up like Mm -hmm. it's just a psychological thing that society has created but really it's like it's just data like it's like weight does not matter and that's the one thing that I want to say like first and foremost to everyone out there weight does not matter you are going to fluctuate every single day of your life yeah you're going to go
0: up and down it
1: just there's no way that you'll be the same weight every single day like if someone comes to me and they're like weighing the same weight every day I'm like this person's lying about something wow well not lying but you know what I mean it's like it just it's just so like scientifically to weigh the exact same weight every single day it's almost scientifically impossible so so don't worry about the scales like it's just we're always going to fluctuate I fluctuate between you know one to two kilos Like, depending on where my calories are, depending on whether I'm on my cycle, how much water I've drunk, Mm. um, what foods I've eaten, Mm. uh, whether I've drunk alcohol, whether I've been to the toilet, let's be honest. Like, all of those things contribute to your weight. So don't let yourself get caught up in the scale too much, guys.
0: And if we're talking to, like, people at the start of their fitness journey or people who are tuning into this and they're just like, okay, I see this random girl on Instagram who's (laughs) fucking insane. Talk about fitness stuff and what's happening. If if we're talking to that percentage right now, we've literally just kind of covered, yes, you feel nervous at the gym straight off. It's intimidating. And- Bust that out the park. The more confidence you get. The more you put yourself out there. The easier it's going to be. And fuck the scale. Like those are two. Like really, really important things. Straight off the bat to communicate. You know what I mean? And like I have. Personally have transformation photos. I think I sent you this. Like there's a photo. Like God fucking yes Cass. I took these (laughs) videos. Thank God. In New York. So it would have been November, December 2018. Yeah. And it's me like standing there and I turn in the video and I remember being like 62 kgs right and I was working out six times a week I was throwing up three times a day yeah nothing was fuck. in me yeah. and then there's a we can trans- swear right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can say whatever the fuck you want truly. okay I was like yeah. shit <laughs> no 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 you can't truly um but, yeah, and then I have a photo from when I've been coaching with you. I'm, like, what, maybe 66, 67 kgs, and the transformation
1: is insane. It's
0: insane, and that's, like, 5 kgs, 6 kgs. I would take my body now over that one any day. A
1: hundred percent. Plus I
0: eat pasta like, five times a week.
1: Yeah, and not actually, <laughs> like, physically harming yourself to, mm. to get to that place as well. And it's, like, I think so many, like, you know, working with women especially, I notice so much that I'm, like, Hey, if I could say to you mm. that you could weigh heavier but mm. look better, or you could lose weight and potentially look the like you know, like look, yeah, like
0: would you rather look better or weigh less?
1: Yeah, what what would you what rather would you a smaller amount on the scale and kind of look okay, like not really much difference? You've mm-hmm. lost water, you've lost muscle, you've lost body fat, mm-hmm. or we take a slow approach. And you might stay the same weight. You might even go up, but you're losing body fat mm. and, like, gaining muscle. Mm. And your body is recompositioning. So mm. you're putting on muscle in the right places. You're losing body fat from the places that you didn't think you could. A lot of girls are like, "Oh shit!" Like, I would choose. That's crazy. I'd choose that 100%. one. But how does that happen? Hundred
0: percent. And I guess so. I'll question you on that. Like mm. tips for trying to get your mind off the scale or not think about it. yeah. How do you do that? How do you approach that? How do you get a girl out of the cycle who might be weighing herself twice a day? Yeah. How do you step away from it?
1: I think personally it's definitely one of those things that is case by case for for women like um I think that sometimes the scale is just not necessary at all and Mm -hmm. like that we do need to take a step back and be like okay what is important right now in your life um what what can we do um to visualize you getting to a place that doesn't need to to weigh yourself and doesn't value yourself yeah. um, by the number on a scale. Yeah. Like so, looking at those little things, like what can we actually do for and, that person yeah. specifically, um, and what can what can we visualize and create? Like, as the, from the person you are now to the person you want to be. Yeah. Um, by doing that, we can get them sort of like more comfortable with maybe weighing themselves a couple Mm. times a week or we do the opposite with some girls and we go i want you to get comfortable with the scale i want you to like take progress photos every day and see your body not changing yeah despite the fact that your weight's gone up two kilos that's huge eh? like you know it's all it depends on who it is like we take a softer approach with some girls and then with some girls we're like hey just you know like we need to get you comfortable. Like, I will teach you how to get comfortable with the weight and for it to not matter. And, like, I think that's what you've kind of gone through Mm. recently is, like, this kind of breakthrough moment where you're actually eating more food, you're gaining muscle, but you're losing body fat still. Mm. Like, we're still in a place where you're kind of under maintenance, which Mm -hmm. is, like, crazy because we started you off at that weight. Mm. I mean, at that Um, calorie number. So,
0: I mean, yeah. And I, the thing that everyone wants to know from us is just like, (laughs) I guess, the summation of my journey and how you approach training me and my whole journey, which, like, I mean, I'm just like free flow talking to you right now. It's so easy. I'm just like back and forth, back and forth, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. Like, have this down at like 0.5. I'm like, Cass's Journey. Anyway, so (laughs) to kind of summarize that for everyone. I don't mind saying numbers. So I got back from the States Mm -hmm. and I was fluctuating. Yeah, do it. Um, 75, 76 kgs. Today I weighed in at Mm -hmm. 65.85 Again, I'm saying numbers because it gives people a really good gauge because people are just used to saying number, hearing yeah. numbers, but that means nothing. Within that, we've had highs and lows. Yeah. And we've had moments where you've been like, Cass, 100%, get off the scale. We're going to yeah. do videos. We're going to do X, Y, Z. Totally. But you, you know, we went through a process of helping me drop body fat because that was my goal. Just mm-hmm. blatantly, it was. And then, as Rosa just said, we've been upping my calories. And the most fucked up thing is, is that. And this is like my overall point about why I want people to invest money in something like coaching mm. instead of like the eight week booty programs, um, yes. <laughs> which we will touch on soon.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Like that consistency. And I just almost didn't believe you. And you're bringing my calories up every week. And it you're was like, like,
1: what are you doing? What
0: was it like two weeks ago? I was literally messaging you every morning. Like, I cannot believe my yeah. body. It was the happiest I'd ever been with my body. Everyone was stopping me. Personal trainers were stopping me at the gym. My mum, everyone was just like, you look insane. And you were just bringing my calories up. My weight was just going down. Yeah. But it's that trust muscle, right? Totally. And I guess it's like, it's the consistency.
1: It's the consistency. And it's when your body doesn't have to second guess itself and be like, am I going to get fed today? Am Mm. I going to like throw up my food? Am I going to like, your hormones will act accordingly. Your metabolism will act accordingly to to the decisions you make every day. So Mm. if you're making good decisions for your body, your body's going to react like, you know, you're going to see that in the mirror. Mm. And I think that that's what um, some women, like we get told that, the only way to look good is to weigh less. Yeah. And it's just like that's Not complete true. fucking bullshit. Like
0: Agreed.
1: so yeah. with Cass it was about, you know, we wanted to reduce body fat a little bit and then we wanted to build muscle. Mm-hmm. And and what what we still built muscle while you were like in a deficit. Like hundred percent. We upped your protein and you were super super consistent. Like I'm I'm saying this for anyone who's thinking about coaching just adhere to everything your coach says it's a big commitment it's a big commitment but if you do it like it's so worth those benefits yeah and I went through a similar sort of situation to Cass as well where I did a sort of cut and then so a dieting phase if you want to call it Mm -hmm. that Um, and then I did a sort of reverse diet which mm. is where we start to slowly um, bring your calories back up and what happens in those those phases is like just like in a dieting phase your body will have negative adaptations that happen yep. so your metabolism will slow down your hunger hormones will start to kick in mm. um, your cortisol levels so your stress will start to go up because mm. your body's kind of like well fuck I'm not getting any food like yeah I'm exercising and it, it just by default will happen Yeah, When we start to slowly introduce food, your body's like not second guessing itself, your stress levels come down Mm. and your metabolism, if you do it nice and slow, will start to speed up. Like it just happens. Like by default, your metabolism just starts to go because Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God. And if it consistently happens, then that's when we see your body go, oh my God. And it just functions like
0: A plus, A plus. And
1: it's it's a pretty like insane moment. I remember with my coach like back sort of it would have been about four years ago now, where I had it happen to me where I I was eating more and losing weight. And I was just like, How is this fucking possible? You're just like, What the
0: fuck, bro? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like I how do I look better? how do I weigh less? How am I eating pink buns every day? Yeah. Like literally. Oh,
0: I'm just like smashing creamy pasta. pesto chicken pasta yeah? on the daily. Literally. Like 900 calorie meals. Just like.
1: Just FYI, <laughs> carbs are not bad. I just oh want to say. God. Another myth bust. I had a
0: legitimate fear of carbs. Yeah,
1: same. I used to tell people that like I was like allergic to <laughs> carbs when I didn't know what they were. Yeah. I was like, oh, they make my tummy feel funny. Stop. But I think that, like, somewhere along the way in the fitness industry, someone's fucking made up that carbs are bad.
0: Also, guys, I'm pouring water for us. Can everyone hear that? Love
1: that for me. Kane and
0: Nick, don't edit it out. It was a nice sound effect. Uh, Um, Yeah.
1: As was my laugh just then. But, yeah, myth number myth, two yeah. is carbs are not bad. They're your friend. They are your body's preferred source of energy. Yeah, They store in your muscle. Carbs are your friends. Honestly, like, eat that pasta. Um, I don't know where the fuck it. it came from because carbs actually have the same energy value as protein. And energy is just, so let's say, calories. Mm. So I call it energy because I would like to sort of be like it is food you know yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: food is your friend totally yeah so instead
1: of saying has the same calorie value I say it has the same energy value as Mm -hmm. protein so I think whereas you know it's like the macronutrients of your food which is what makes up your entirety of your what you eat every day are carbs fat and protein Mm -hmm. and carbs and fat I mean carbs and protein are exactly the same so don't hate carbs, guys. Don't
0: hate carbs. I think I noticed some of the biggest results when I started to eat more carbs. Totally. Because I've always been pretty good at protein. I naturally really like high-protein foods. Yeah. And then... When I had those carbs, that was when my booty actually grew. Oh yeah. When I had the energy to go to the gym to perform, my lifts got heavier. Like totally. Every part of it got better. Yeah. That's a really great myth to bust. I fucking love it. Carbs um, are your friend, y'all. Yo. Carbs are your friend, y'all. Yo. <laughs> to the girls, and this is like, I think you've probably seen it. This is, I swear to God, this is so many of my friends. I see it all the time. Mm. The girls who are like young. Or, and they think that they need to go to the Les Mills grit classes every day. (laughs) Shout out Les Mills. F45, (laughs) shout out Les Mills, F45 every day, grit every day. They're going to -to back-to-back classes, busting their ass, eating minimal calories or not tracking it or not sure or whatever. And you're in that cycle and they're listening to this and they're going, okay, Rosa and Cass, fuck you. You think I'm just going to like start eating a whole bunch more food and blah, blah, blah. What would you say to them? Do they come get coaching? Is that too soon? Do they get a PT? What's their move?
1: I would say invest in yourself in some way. Like Mm -hmm. if if that is something that you're, Passionate about if if you're feeling insecure, if you're struggling along your journey, and you're busting your ass like every mm. single day, which is not necessary, by the way. I know it's
0: really not. That was yeah. me though, did ass.
1: Like I like I train four times a week maximum. That's like my golden same. number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I used to train like six seven days a week when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And same. I would say start with a PT probably. Yeah. Get some hands-on, yeah.
0: With a PT in person,
1: yeah, yeah. Get some hands-on help and get a good PT. Like, do yeah. your research, find out who maybe has a background in certain areas that you like, uh, you know, vibing with. Yeah. Um, and and talk to them about what you're wanting to achieve. Like, do your yeah. research a little bit in terms of, like, you know, like we were saying earlier the toned thing isn't a Mm. thing. What you're really wanting is to lose body fat and gain Mm. muscle. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of, it's really cool to see a lot of women when I was PT and coming in and they would actually say that, like they've done their research. and
0: They knew what they were after.
1: Yeah, and there's so much information out there now about it all. Um, Mm. So many good people to follow on Instagram that have so much like um, knowledge and information about kind of what you need to be doing so I would just say invest in yourself Mm -hmm. if you don't know anything about weightlifting or um macronutrients protein carbs fats yeah um how to eat for your body um then invest in yourself and then eventually get a coach best thing I've ever done like Mm. not just big assing I mean
0: yeah let's (laughs) let's just also make that really clear you still have a coach yeah you're a coach and you have a coach yeah so I think that's kind of important to communicate totally Um, and so that people know that. And I guess like to roll into my next question, I think it would be cool for us to just break down what an ideal coaching client is like, because you know, Real Strong Woman has a really big social media presence right now. People are seeing it. It's true. (laughs) People like talk to me about you guys more than probably any other deal I do. So it's like, it's really personal. They might be seeing me talk about it. Some of the other girls talk Mm -hmm. about it. You talk about it, Shannon, whatever, everywhere. And they might be thinking like, this is really right for me. And a lot of people and a lot of friends ask me if it's right for me. And it's like, it's a really, really big commitment, guys. Like, it let's, is, us Let's yeah. just make that clear. Like, I fill out a spreadsheet for Rosa mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So she sees what I do seven out of seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Like, flow on effect. Yeah. And you're working out three to four times a week. You're tracking every weight you pick up in the gym. Mm-hmm. So I think, who's, who's your ideal coaching client? Like... You. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you need someone with a bit of gym experience.
1: Yeah, so... In terms of gym experiences, we've got a we've got a good thing going at the moment. We've got trusted PTs. We've got Shannon who is actually at work right now because yeah. she is grinding yeah. um, and um, training our girls, our real strong woman girls. So some of the girls that that really do want to, you know, they they don't know much about weightlifting, but they do want to do real strong woman. Mm-hmm. We do have certain like avenues that can be taken in that that regard so um yeah she does a little bit of PTing I don't I sort of sit back and do the coaching but ideal client um is a little bit of experience with weightlifting so you know you kind of aren't going to injure yourself when you aren't being watched
0: and you and you know yeah that's you know we don't want people to go in there and like sumo deadlift and then no. they don't know what it is yeah
1: and we always start like on based on levels based on injuries like we're never gonna put a barbell on your back if you've got a back injury like yeah. we're gonna work our way around that and so you know i think having the pilates thing for me was a really True. really awesome um, venture so because it just like really made me aware of people's injuries and mm. what we what you have to do to sort of work around those injuries and mm. strengthen the muscles around the, the injuries like there are ways through mm. um, those things so um, but yeah ideal client someone who's who's done a little bit of weight um, weightlifting and experience in the gym yeah. who's ready to commit to um, you know tracking their food who's ready to commit to like, becoming the best version of themselves, 110% basically. 110% like it's, it's Yeah, it's not easy. Um, no. I do it myself. Um, Cass does it. She knows. Yeah. It, it's so worth it, though. Like, Oh,
0: it's the best thing you could ever do. Yeah. And I mean, to, like, put that in perspective, when I was looking for a coach, I had been in the gym, and, I mean, it's not saying that I knew what I was doing in the gym, but I had been in the gym four years. Yeah ish yeah four five years four years and I went through all the stages I went through do the spin class stage oh yeah I went through do the hit class stage do the powerlifting stage and then totally. I went through the do the random YouTube video every day six oh, days yeah. a week stage that was a big one for me that mm-hmm. was like a year long yeah and it just that kind was of, a big one for me yeah too. the fucking like
1: I was like, oh, shit, I'll just copy them. This influencer, this
0: influencer. Because look at her
1: body, like, you know?
0: And then I went through, like, a big booty band couple of months. Oh, yeah. Like, no way, it's just the booty band. Guys,
1: booty bands. Booty
0: bands, like, okay for an activation.
1: Totally. And
0: then, like, peace out.
1: Peace out or a little pumper at the end. But that's, you're you're not not your
0: bread and butter, it's your sprinkle on top. Yeah, Yeah.
1: you ain't going to grow no muscle. That's another myth. Busted. (laughs) Yeah.
0: If you guys are just doing booty band. Squats, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Like we're sorry. <laughs> and
1: please don't go on the stairmaster with a booty band the and do kick I I know I go. I see it all the time and I'm just like, babe. Yeah. I want to go over big it. Big waste of time. It's not doing anything, and it could hurt your back. And so that's one thing. Yeah, booty bands it's are out. great. They're, they're a good accessory to have for your lifts. Like if you're hip thrusting, you can put a hip circle on mm. or, you know, put mm. a booty band. Um, and it's great for, like, triggering those little outer abductor muscles mm. um, and getting them firing great for pulses if you are lifting heavy weight too you know it's like yeah. just, just something to add up. on yeah and a yeah. warm-up totally to get the activation going um but other than that they're not gonna they ain't gonna give you a tammy Hembro. is that how you say it tammy
0: Hembro, yeah yeah booty. dude i remember literally being like i'm not gonna sign up for that gym because they don't have a stairmaster, master and if i don't go on the stair master <laughs> for 45 minutes a day i'm not gonna have an ass yeah that was genuinely a thought process that i used to have it was yeah crazy
1: i know um, and actually see a masters like any kind of it's quite interesting i was talking to my coach the other day and mm. he was talking just a little like useless information mm. but quite cool um, he was like, look up a marathon runner and a sprinter and look at the difference in the bodies and between like,
0: wow, like
1: sort of say going on a Stearmaster for forty-five minutes, wow, to someone who does like hit workouts, yeah, with it to like complement their weight training, yeah, yeah, and you will see that the sprinters are fucking jacked, yeah, and long marathon runners have no muscle,
0: wow. So it's
1: just like because that you are switching into there's like all of these energy systems and we're trying to get as much muscle fibers firing mm. in one quick movement basically right. um and that's what gets muscle growth to happen so so interesting so like hip hip, hip workouts are preferred in terms of like when you're weightlifting and maybe doing a bit of a like a dieting phase, yeah. um, because they preserve muscle.
0: Mm.
1: If you're on a steer master for 45 minutes, <laughs> chances are your body's gonna go, Why am I carrying this muscle? Yeah. I'm gonna have like, like, I'm gonna cannibalize myself, like quite literally.
0: <gasps>
1: and they go straight for the bum first.
0: That's crazy. I don't know if that
1: part's <laughs> the 100%. body's like the
0: bomb is gone.
1: Well, because it's the biggest yeah. muscle of the body, so it's
0: right, it's gonna go. That's gonna go. That's I see a lot of girls like always on the treadmill every single day, yeah, and it's just kind of like, like the running. more, yeah, just I'm like cardio, yeah. Fuck that, yeah, fuck that. So I mean, yeah. To summarize, I was at a place where I knew what I was doing, and I made all the mistakes I tried all the things and then I did have a PT who really helped me shout out Jade she was amazing hey Hey Jade (laughs) she really was the person who started to like help me with form and technique totally she's amazing she saved the game a bit and then I saw her for before I went away and then I went away and when I was away I was kind of just like trying to do anything Jade told me and then I got to this place where I, I knew what I was doing in there and mm-hmm. I didn't need someone right beside me. I needed someone with a bird's eye view to be like, okay, you're not seeing results because of this and that, and we need to do that. And I knew I had so much room to improve in my diet, which mm-hmm. was huge. Diet is fucking huge. Yeah, that's everything. And I was like, my diet was awful because I fucking had bulimia. So that yeah. was out the window. So it was just endless exercise, food that got thrown up, and then trying really hard. And luckily I did have Jade for a while and then I didn't. So then I found you, but overall I'd given it a shot Mm -hmm. and I knew what I was doing and I was ready to commit. That's the big key.
1: Yeah, like I'm talking like Cass is insane. (laughs) She does everything that I ask her and like trusts the whole process. And that's one thing that you have to do is even when things don't feel right, which they probably won't, like when people are telling you, oh, you need to actually eat more um, and we're going to lift these weights and I yeah. want you to get strong as fuck, yeah. like, with really good form and technique. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't want to look like one of those guys mm. and I don't want to eat more food. I just know that that how does it work, mm-hmm. you know? Trust the process because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of girls will get through our t- to our 12 weeks and then they're too scared to do the part that you've done yeah which is the reverse diet or the upping your calories in whatever way that we choose to do it for the mm. individual and then they just have the same thing happen mm. it's like a repeat cycle they've lost mm. the weight but then they just start eating like they normally did and it's like you need to get to that point where you where it's actually like second nature. Mm-hmm. Like you could easily like you just went away for a weekend and you ate what you whatever you wanted. Yeah. You probably did did your steps because it's just part of your mental health routine yeah. now. You would have drunk your water. You would have been able to sort of step back and just enjoy yourself. Yep. Know that you probably are hitting your protein. Like I can do that when I go away. When I went away way to Wellington yeah. last weekend, and I can just kind of intuitively
0: Completely get it.
1: Yeah, eat. I knew I wasn't
0: well off. Totally. You know? And
1: Shannon is a great example of that because she intuitively eats now. Mm. She's tracked food like for long periods of time and now she intuitively eats and is an example for our girls that you you can get to that place yeah I personally prefer to to track my food just Mm. and I have a coach and he'd tell me off if I didn't so (laughs) so I and I just I think that I'm more accurate and more precise and I'm more goal-driven when I am tracking so it works both ways you know Mm. like you do get to a point where you're like I can intuitively eat and not be so fucking worried that I'm going to, like...
0: Throw this whole thing out yeah. the window.
1: Like, you can have a week away. You can have two weeks. You can have three weeks. Like, I went to Thailand last year. Yeah. RIP. RIP
0: um, travel. I know.
1: Um, and, you know, I just... I drank and ate and I enjoyed myself. Mm. And I didn't let, like, back... Like, let's say, like, 10 years ago, that mm-hmm. would have been, like, bulimia central. Yeah. Like, 100%. I would have been, yeah. like... I can't, like, I would never have been able to do that and enjoy myself and not, like, have consequences in my brain of, like, you're fucking, why are you doing this, Mm -hmm. like, guilt, 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 like, Mm. you know. So I think getting to that point where you can break through Mm. and be like, shit, like, I can actually do this and not feel this guilt. Like, food's not a bad thing, guys. It's not.
0: I know. Myth number, like, four, whatever up to. Food is I not know. a bad thing. It's
1: your friend. Like, it feels your body. And as long as you're, you know, matching that with, like, a good lifestyle, like, you're active, you're, um, you're lifting weights. Like, I, like lift weights, guys. Like lift it's, weights. It's the best thing. Go, totally. Pick a place and go lift some stuff. <laughs> It's, it's uh, it'll change your life, you know?
0: A hundred percent. Also guys, I'm sorry if you can hear banging in the background. I feel like they're like readjusting their entire um, situation. Yeah. I don't um, know. Hopefully the mic's not picking that up though. Okay. We're going to roll into some questions. We had so, 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 so many questions. You guys Holy are shit. so good at submitting. Um, thank you. Thank you. Oh. And, <laughs> um, and I get loads of questions throughout The week as well. You guys know you can submit questions on the Sass With Cass Facebook page. You can DM me personally. Um, But what tends to happen, what tends to flow best, just for everyone listening right now, uh, I tend to put up a question box the day before I record, which is every second week. Especially if I have a guest, I'll ask for tailored questions. So obviously, today with Rosa, I asked for fitness questions. So if you are looking to ask questions, that's where you're going to do it. People ask me that. Often, So I'm going to summarise the most asked questions. Mm -hmm. Um, A big one was how do you keep motivated to train and have a healthy lifestyle?
1: Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) So motivation to me is kind of like not a thing. I don't think that you're constantly motivated and driven. And like, I I think that what happens somewhere along the way Mm is it becomes a, a habit. Mm. Somewhere along the way, it becomes something that if you don't do it, mm. you feel worse for not doing it. Mm-hmm. Because there's definitely days that I wake up and I'm like, I cannot be like bothered going to the gym. I cannot be bothered doing this or that. But as soon as I do it, I feel so much better. Yeah. In terms of like getting yourself into that routine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think the best thing to do is just take small steps Mm -hmm. like just drive to the gym get yourself there if if you do end up on a cardio machine just to Mm -hmm. feel comfortable Mm -hmm. like you know if we're going right to the beginning yeah like then just do it like you know you've got to got to go through those little phases yeah but having someone in your in the sideline backing you and helping you is always going to help so yeah motivation is going to come and go. Mm-hmm. Discipline is what's going to like keep you going. So yeah. the routine and discipline and just like continuing and knowing that if you're consistent, you're going to see results. So there's my kind of views on motivation. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit like... It comes and goes it
0: does yeah it and really you would does. know that right
1: and yeah like, sometimes you're just like I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this bread man I'm yeah, like we're gonna got this smash
0: it and, and then, then other yeah. days
1: you're like I actually could not even be bothered getting out of bed and 100 and you're like the cool the cool thing is and one thing that I have kind of been exper- experimenting a bit with this year is the mm. choice theory mm. and that's you know, knowing that you don't always have control of how you feel and your mm. emotions, but knowing that you you have the choice on how you react to those emotions mm-hmm. and doing small little things like going for a walk, eating a nice, like, healthy meal, yeah. um, getting yourself to the gym, drinking some water, like calling a friend, um, getting some fresh air, like all of those sort of things. Are gonna help with your your mood, and maybe they'll lead you to feeling more motivated or feeling more happy, and like 100%. all of that kind of stuff. So,
0: 100%. Um, also, with motivation, I think it's really important to like find your why. Mm-hmm. So, totally. Like, for me, like the physical. Journey and the results is fantastic, and I'm so happy to be there. But my motivation is: I will literally have a better day if I've worked out. Absolutely, I will have a better day if I've eaten good food. I will feel better in my body. My mentality will be better. I will have less anxiety. Yeah, totally. So it, for me, it almost moves away from motivation and it just c- comes into common sense. It's just like from a common sense point of view, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. It's Even not if, it if sucks. it's when, like a hundred percent.
1: And you're so right. It is totally about having a why. Like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Why do I want to go to the gym? Why do I want to get out? You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Like having a reason is such an important thing. So, such an important thing. Yeah, nice one. Um,
0: <laughs> someone asked, "What's your one rep max?"
1: Shit, I don't actually like know go, yeah. what and what, like. I guess
0: let's like squats, deadlifts, squats, yeah, deadlifts. I think I've,
1: oh god, like four reps I've done 135 on a track bar lift.
0: oh my god bye
1: yeah kgs (gasps) so um for for like five reps so no way I don't know what my one rep max is I haven't tried a one rep max but maybe I don't know maybe 140 I don't know that's
0: insane yeah bye I'm not gonna answer the question (laughs) um
1: (laughs) but squatting is actually like I find squatting a lot Scarier. I don't yeah. know if it's, I like psych myself out. I always yeah. need a spotter if I'm going heavier, especially now. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, like I'm just getting past the 100 kilo kind of mark mm. for squatting for mm. reps. I don't really do one rep max. I kind of do, always do for reps. Mm. Um. And yeah, but I am thinking a little bit more about doing a powerlifting Ooh. competition at some point. So Stay tuned. That you're... could be
0: crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um so someone said, How does one get involved in real strong women? People guys also people ask me all the time, like, how much does Rosa charge? How much yeah. does Rosa charge? Like, I, and I don't know if it's because they're nervous to ask you, but yeah. is the answer to that question not just reach out? Yeah, yeah totally just, just reach, reach out. out. Yeah. We've got different you're not gonna bite. Buy...
1: No. We've got all different like options for payments and stuff. So you know, in terms of um, getting involved, mm-hmm. just just send us a message. Um, we're super friendly. Yeah, we're um, super friendly. We don't bite, and yeah. um, we will get you some information sent out. So yeah. you know, if if it's not the right time for you, like in terms of like finances and stuff, then there's always going to be spaces hopefully like in the future so mm-hmm. um you know finding out and then sort of mentally preparing yourself a little bit there's no
0: harm yeah, in doing there's that absolutely no harm totally. yeah you guys are really understanding i get asked that all the time yeah. and i'm like hashtag ask them hashtag um, i don't know <laughs> yeah um someone we've answered this a little bit i um, there's so many questions guys with questions you know this i just fire through sorry um, i no, going no it's me literally asking you a thousand questions are you tracking macros or flexible dieting? I think we both answered that, so we both track macros. Our coach, or your Mark but your coach uh, sets yeah weekly macros your and targets. <laughs>
1: yeah, I um I used to track macros like to the t. So, oh yeah, true. Okay, so, so macros and flexible dieting. Talk about
0: that. That's interesting.
1: Um, I used to, so I would track to. I'd have specific uh targets, so it would be protein carbs fat and fiber yeah and every single day i'd have to hit those numbers
0: wow which is a lot harder
1: wow but yeah yeah so that's what i did for like three years <gasps> um
0: Bye.
1: but i got really really good at it so that was um yeah that was cool and then um we and the, the reason that like, the reason behind tracking macros is that we can it's like the be- most effective way of changing your body composition mm. basically so mm. reducing body fat and gaining muscle that's mm. why we do just so everyone knows people are like what the fuck are they talking about um macros determine your composition of your body so um if you're eating more protein this sort of fats and carbohydrates mm. you know you're gonna be able to put on muscle so mm. another myth myth buster <laughs> i saw a question and it was about keto yeah that's we'll my next question. so flexible dieting now what we do is more kind of what we do I, i'd yeah. say we have a protein target we have calorie targets and we have a fiber target so that's what
0: i do guys by the way so yeah. i'm not hitting protein fat carbs every day there was like a week or two where we did yeah. that on shred but then when
1: we were doing a photo shoot and when, it was yes, lower yes Just because we want we wanted Cass to utilise the carbohydrates yeah, more than because fat has a higher energy value Guys, there you there go. go there
0: you go so it was hard yeah it is hard I eh? remember like messaging you like oh my god I'm like 10 grams over you're like that's fine I think for me I was literally just trying to like get into the arena of yeah. like if my fat was like 30 I was trying to get anywhere between like 28 to 35 I was just trying to be in that zone
1: and it's crazy like when you see what you actually eat
0: oh yeah the first day I was like fucking bye there's my fat goal gone within the first meal right. Like I would like, say, "Um,
1: I know, like a teaspoon of oil, guys, be careful when you're pouring it on your mm. veggies. That is one thing I would say is oil, oil, butter sauces be that be aware be of those. Those are the things that I think people think. Like it turns a salad into, like a Big Mac, basically. Yeah. Like, if you're putting, like, cheese, you're putting oil on your vegetables, Mm -hmm. you're, like, your calories just go up, like, so, so much Mm. because fat actually has, like, double the amount of energy Mm. than protein and carbs. There you go. So, um, you know, a meal that was, like, meant to be super healthy um, can end up being not by just, just, like free pouring oil and stuff like that when I see someone do that now I'm like literally (gasps) screaming inside no I'm not (laughs) it's totally fine I'm not (laughs) um but yeah just being aware of those sort of things can really change change nutrition and change 100% um, yeah change your body
0: what rolling into that Mm. someone yeah someone asked what do you think of keto but I'm just going to like broaden that question for some of the other questions cool which was just like There's so much information which you already touched on out there on Instagram. There's the vegans and the plant based and the ketos and the like all these different diets, Atkins, all these things. I mean, I personally tried a bunch of them. Same. What's your perspective on all of those slash keto?
1: Yeah. So I did keto for about a couple, maybe, no, no, it wouldn't be in a couple years, it would be about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing with keto is like, I mean, it works for people and everything, but it's very unsustainable. I would only ever recommend, personally, from my like my
0: point of view, not mm-hmm. no
1: hating on mm-hmm. people that yeah, do no, no, keto. no. You
0: do if, you do you if it works, guys, hundred percent. You know um,
1: that. And there are definitely specific reasons why keto is important for certain do- like yeah, certain people that require yeah. that diet. Um, but if you are doing it for weight loss reasons, it's definitely not long term mm-hmm. like sustainable. Like yeah. you can't, you can't just. Jesus, don't
0: you get tired?
1: I know. It's like
0: twenty grams of carbs. That's not even a banana.
1: And the other banana thing around. that my my coach taught like taught me is it's not optimal for building muscle because you can't you can literally only have you this... have to
0: have carbs to build muscle.
1: Yeah, well, you can't have as well. protein as yeah. well. So like. You literally can only go like I think it's like twenty grams of protein or something or stupid like that, like what? maybe a little bit more, but you, like literally they are
0: putting butter in their coffee and I'm like. <laughs> yeah so it's not
1: optimal for building muscle right and, and that's that's the thing that I say to a lot of my girls I'm like keto is great if you have a specific reason if a mm. medical professional has been like you need to go on the keto diet mm. but if you're just trying to lose weight then that's it's definitely not the way to go guys mm. like it's it's just not like can you see yourself in 10 years time being able to eat just fat like
0: yes yeah, save your happiness in your life and have a glass of red wine and just like enjoy it you can't it a bit. do that surely no one wants to like live what about that red? restricted like yeah and i mean like I, that's my thing with those diets. Like if it works for you, it works for you. But like, if you, you know, you're kind of in a restrictive mentality, that's really like not ideal. Like, would you not take the option where you can like eat a pink bun and like pasta Uh, like Cass and Rosa? Burger fuel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. burger fuel forever. Yeah. Um, okay. So there were loads and loads of questions about ED Mm -hmm. eating disorder mentality. Um, I'm going to kind of pull them sort of into one we can just sort of discuss it yeah someone asked essentially she feels like she's at the very very start of an eating disorder she can feel it coming on what should she do let's hybrid that if you don't mind talking about this someone asked us both for our personal ed triggers Mm -hmm. so i guess the question is kind of like and and the the girl who asked me who feels this eating sort of coming on, she was kind of like, "What's your triggers? How do I know when something's triggering me? And what advice would we kind of give her for that?"
1: Yeah. Uh, so any sort of feelings of guilt around food, like yeah, food, feeling, you, you feeling sh- guilty after that. Yeah, right. totally. You should never ever ever feel guilty for eating. Mm. Like that is the first red flag. Or like if you're like avoiding food or there's just negative thoughts going on around food, then that is your probably your first red flag, I would say. Yeah. Before it gets to a point where you're, you're starting to, like, actually act on those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really important to um, what I would suggest is seek help And if you're feeling that way, if you're mm-hmm. feeling anything coming on, any sort of feelings of, yeah, just like a, a bad relationship with food. Yeah. Is the beginning of a very, very vicious cycle. Um, you know, we've both been there, um, yeah. and it like we, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't we tried not guys. We tried, and it's it, 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 the, it. doesn't give you the results. So detrimental to your health as well. Like,
0: don't put yourself through it.
1: Honestly, like, if you can
0: avoid it, yeah.
1: Um, so just you know, there's professional professionals out there yeah there's coaches, coaches there's psychologists, pts friends. yeah absolutely friends mm. totally just reach out
0: to whoever you can
1: reach out to someone you trust and reach out to someone who can put you in the right direction mm. and be honest with yourself too mm. like you know like if you if you feel those things um it is a scary thing to hand that over to somebody mm. else like I know, you're from, right. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like your it's your if you're kind of in a position where you're like in control, yeah, and you're feeling, um, you know, like you can do things to control mm. that. It's really hard to hand over. Mm. So know that you are fucking brave and awesome. If like for reaching out in mm. the first place, and that's a really 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 awesome place to start. It's mm. just acknowledging those those triggers and like, and being like, you know, that question in itself is like a really awesome thing for her to have asked. I agree.
0: It's hard to admit it to yourself. And even this she has the perspective. Yeah. That's incredible. I didn't for a really long time. Totally. And the thing with eating disorders for me is like, or like the ones I experienced is it was always something that I thought was correct. Yeah. So I was like, oh, when I binge and I eat all this food, that's incorrect. Making myself throw up, that's correct. That's a kind thing to do. That's the better option. So like, it's very actually hard to have that perspective to be like, no, this is wrong. So like you just said, I really commend her for that. Totally, 100%. Um, What are your triggers? Do you have any triggers? Um,
1: When I was deep into my eating disorders, it would definitely be the the binge thing, like or eating anything like naughty, but... Yeah, guys, that your brain, like your body, doesn't know whether you're having a lolly or an apple. Yeah. Calories. Calories. Yeah, all it does is break it down for what it is, which is carbohydrates or protein or fat. Mm -hmm. Your brain, however, differentiates between a cookie and an apple, right? And then goes, "Well, you're a piece of shit for eating that cookie," right? And that's when it starts. So for me, like a trigger would be would have been maybe overindulging a little bit on some kind of naughty food. Yeah. There are no naughty foods in my book. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to eat that, fucking eat it. Yeah. Like, and do it and, and don't feel guilty and then tomorrow wake up and just get back on your health yeah. buzz. Um, and that's not always easy to do. So for me, triggers were just, you know, probably – big nights out drinking Mm. then the next day I would end up eating like shit Mm. um or like being super 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 healthy all week and denying myself of like even having a cookie or anything yeah and thinking it was all really bad and then in the weekend I'd just like go fucking crazy and then end up vomiting and like you know let's be honest like 100% um or and then the next day I'd starve myself Mm -hmm. so like another trigger can be having certain foods in the house Mm. sometimes like I'm literally like I cannot have those things in the house because not that I'm gonna go make myself sick anymore but it doesn't make me feel good if I eat a whole packet of licorice chocolate balls yeah like 100% so notice your triggers when they arise and yeah just pay attention write them down and Mm -hmm. like and and talk about them and um know that you're not alone like we're we're all going through hard stuff and we don't want to be at war with our bodies you know
0: and we still have triggers that come up for us and we're like you know however far down our fitness journey yeah okay cool and yeah I mean for me eating disorder triggers I was low-key triggered by new world like I would go into new world new world And I would just like binge, like I would like get into new world with this like list of food my parents had to buy me. And I'd just be like, it's like, I just went blank.
1: Wow. Like I'd
0: just be like straight to the confectionery aisle, like buy all this food, make myself sick. Like,
1: Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. It's
0: weird. What can bring it up? Yeah. I'd see the new world sign and just be like, gone. Oh God. Someone said how to get abs.
1: Oh, abs are overrated.
0: Abs are so overrated.
1: We want booties, Wait, nah. Someone, um, <laughs> yeah, someone
0: said how to get a booty. So abs and a booty. Let's talk um, about that. So abs,
1: it's true what they say. Abs are made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to be a certain like. Okay, so you either have insane genetics and you are born with a lean stomach. Mm-hmm. Like I know people that don't even work out and they they've got abs. Like. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you have to have a really low body fat percentage to start to see them. Like yeah. For me, even in my personal like journey of tracking and I've seen my ab abs like twice. Yeah. And they'll come out for like twenty minutes. And then they're gone. And then they're gone. And it's like I actually think that like I'm like are abs are overrated, guys. Like you have to eat like a psycho, and yeah, like you know all the pe- all the movie stars that you see that are on like the big screens and they've been training for months and years and years and years mm. and on these insane diets. They're probably depleted
0: for like a week. Yeah,
1: like you know, like Zac from for yeah. example, in that Baywatch movie. Yeah, I know he went through like like his diet was insane, Same. like you, a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah bodybuilders they prep for years, years and then months and then weeks for a show yeah. to get down to looking like they do on stage yeah and then it's gone yeah <laughs> so it's not maintainable unless your genetics kind of play a
0: part just eat loads of pasta and lift heavy weights and grow your booty like yeah, you said that's like, just the easier option and guys. you can have
1: like a little bit of different defi- like personally for me i'm like a little bit of definitions all good yeah I don't need a six pack. Like yeah. that's not.
0: Same. That's I'd rather be like. not a, a goal.
1: I'd rather be able to eat. 100%. Yeah.
0: Um, someone said, I think this is a good one, tips for when you're eating out. Like at cool. restaurants yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that is a
1: good one. Yeah. So make smart decisions with your food. Like if you are like whatever you're like. Goals are at the time, mm. if your goals are like to be working towards, di- like, you know, you're yeah. kind of dieting a little bit, or um, just make smart decisions, you know, um, order some protein, order like, but mm-hmm. like it's so easy to sort of cater your meals to kind of what you want nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I always just say at the end of the day, go out and enjoy yourself like life's too fucking short and um if you are really worried then you know just go for a like a just go to the gym the next day do a, have a good session yeah go for a walk like if I've gone out for dinner and overindulged, that's usually what I'll do so yeah. I'll just kind of go Kind of
0: balance it yeah I'll energy yeah.
1: balance yeah. it out yeah um but just just enjoy yourself guys like mm-hmm. it's really important to be able to go out and to you know, just sort of like the scale kind of just just disassociate a little bit and be able to be a human being and just enjoy.
0: 100%.
1: But you can still go out and if it's important to you, just be like, I'm going to make Good decisions with my meal choices tonight. I'm going to yeah. ask them to put the sauce on the side. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to order the chicken and ask them. You know, people who have dietary requirements. Be like, can it not be cooked in oil, like, mm. or something like that? Like, that's what I do. I'm mm. like, can you just make sure it's like only a tiny bit of oil? Mm. Um, and you know, like if you're tracking, um, then you can find pretty much anything in my fitness pal that's close to what you're eating 100%. so um it's you know there's a whole wheel but come and come and see us for coaching and yeah, we can help
0: yeah <laughs> I mean I eat out all, like yeah. quite frequently like truly it's a quite a big narrative in my life totally. my friends really love it my parents are super European they're all about it yeah and like my number one really weird tip mm. but I would say to people if your friends are like let's catch up let's catch up let's get drinks let's get dinner one thing I've really loved doing when I'm on my fitness Journey and taking it really seriously as being like, can you do breakfast? Totally or lunch. But then yeah. Then I know I can go and get some like poached eggs, coffee, on toast, have a coffee, and like maybe get like a side of salmon. That's like a plus. percent. And I'm getting out of that arena of like alcohol and like really high fat foods. Yeah. Alcohol is hard. I guess like that's something that I personally don't enjoy drinking every day. Me neither. When I do drink, I like really kind of account for it. I'll like, I'll, you know, yeah. I'll even tell you, I'll be like, Hey, I've got this night out coming up on Saturday in two weeks. I'll know that that day I'm going to drink a lot of water. I'm going to hit my steps beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have done all my workouts for that week. You know, I'm going to be pretty ready. I might've even meal prepped something to have the next day yeah. or have the calories to have like some yummy hungover food the next day. totally Like just, it's, it's really just like being, I would say being a bit prepared,
1: hundred you know, and just yeah like with drinking also just like bearing in mind that you know it's it is empty calories so yeah um it's actually the the fourth macronutrient like wow that like doesn't have any nutritional value yeah it's empty it's not going to fill you up but it is high in calories so um you know bear bear that in mind when Mm -hmm. you are drinking as well um that you are consuming a lot of calories
0: i Um, enjoy it less the more i'm like into my fitness and stuff i enjoy drinking less
1: oh i do not enjoy
0: yeah like it's it's just not so much i used to
1: but and you can totally like you can make you can still if you're serious Mm. about your fitness you can make it work 100 like it is not impossible you may have to work a little bit harder Mm. but you can still like look like insane Mm. and I know people that do and they drink every weekend you know what I mean totally and that's
0: that thing like it's the same with eating out if you're being really good not being really good, but you're conscious of like your chicken, like not chicken, but well whatever, you're conscious and of your protein. protein and, you, you know, you're, you're making a big effort. You're hitting your daily steps. You're doing your workouts and you go out for dinner and you get a dumpling. You're going to be fine. Yeah, like it, 100%. You know what I mean? And if you're relaxed about it and you're happy and you're enjoying yourself, that's when your body doesn't cling to things. Like
1: oh, yeah. when
0: I was really rigid and really worried about, every single thing that's when my body was holding on to the body fats. Mm-hmm. and getting more relaxed and just being like hey yep this is my glass of wine and my fitness pal this is my dumplings tomorrow I'm heading an extra long walk but yep. like I'm all good I'm pretty happy about it I don't really mind that's when my body's metabolizing it that's what I, I found personally
1: totally but like, you touched
0: on that with cortisol earlier yeah cortisol and
1: levels. you know like I think that the more relaxed you are like in terms of things and like the more you the more like knowledge Mm. you have around food Mm. the more relaxed you are like i think so true educating yourself if it's really important to you like getting a coach getting someone who knows about food and can really educate you on on how to go out how to eat for your lifestyle what a day in your life looks like eating the food you love but reaching your goals yeah like that's so important Mm. and that was what got like changed the game for me i was Mm. like what the hell i can i can eat this yeah and and it doesn't matter and it's like i remember yeah like it's just crazy like the myths that are around food it's we could go on all day
0: yeah that we've been busting the whole episode yeah um one question i want to ask you that to round us out final question shit What is the biggest mistake you see women making?
1: Oh, oh God, that is a big question. Mm. I would say that probably the biggest mistake I see women making is they think that they're going to find happiness in a number, or they're going to find happiness at a certain place in their body, mm. and they focus less on their mental health, they focus less on their mindset, like you said, mm. your why, mm. and they just do it out of hate. Like, yeah. It's literally like punishment. Content. Yeah. So do it. It's like the biggest piece of advice I could say, and one thing that I've learned and you've learned as well is start to love the journey. Like, don't wish yeah. away your life. Don't like, oh, you know, boom. you know. Yeah. Don't just go. I need my body to look like this. Yeah. And punish yourself. Just learn to love where you are Mm. and who you are in the moment and be like, holy fuck, I can get up and actually do this. Mm. Like some people literally can't even, you know, get out of bed. They can't. They're, you know, they're sick or they've got no legs or whatever. Like it's actually a blessing to be able to do it in the first place. Yeah. And I think getting yourself, like realizing that mindset is so important in fitness that how you feel about yourself how you talk to yourself how you like choose to train whether it's yoga whether it's Mm. pilates whether it's weightlifting, whatever it is Mm. learn to love it and Mm. and like the results will come you know
0: oh boom couldn't have finished this off better (laughs) that's so so true Yeah, yeah I could just say the exact same thing back yeah it is really just that mindset change and absolutely getting out of hate and whatever so yeah, to round us up. If anyone's feeling that way or they want to reach out to Rosa, all her links are going to be linked down below for Real Strong Woman, for herself, for Shannon, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, of course, she's been the most amazing coach to me and not just a coach, Aww. an incredible friend, an incredible thank support you. system. <laughs> so I really can't thank you enough. You really are like my my key to success. So Aww. no, I, I honestly just couldn't speak more highly of you, essentially. So of course, I really recommend her if you're prepared to be motivated and consistent. Yes. Um, but also you're a great person. You're a bucket of information. So if anyone just wants to think about getting into fitness or have a chat to you, I'm sure you'd be open Absolutely. to that as well. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. And as for me, you know where to find me. Uh, thank you as always for all the support and engagement on the pod. It's been really, really crazy. It grows every time I record, which is Kind of terrifying me. Um, and then some cool conversations about it. So thank you guys for your engagement and your questions and for being here and being involved and for listening right now. I really appreciate you, wherever you are. If you want to find me, cassandragrod.com. If you want to buy my book slash shop, you can find me at cassandragrod at quotes with Cass. If you want to potentially hit up a brand deal, hit info at <laughs> and Liam Chalmers is going to reply to you. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out, Liam.
0: Shout out, Liam. Thank you so much, Rosa, for being on this episode. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and I can't wait to see what we do together.
0: It's just the beginning.
1: Absolutely. Such
0: big things coming. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>